This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro wage. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and with me today is our fourth member. Mr. David Pasco. Newly newly cemented. Yes, yes. We, I finally got that title. Yep, definitely. Going on the resume. You've been on a lot this year and yeah. last year. You're on a lot. I'm on a lot, yep. You, you are. can't get so, rid of me. Exactly. And, uh, I must live in Polk County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> truth, truth. Uh, so we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and uh, we love to talk about lots of different things, video games, technology, whatever. I mean, I think between you and I, we've talked about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, this the big topic, obviously, is the WrestleMania weekend, and you checked out our other episode. We talked about kind of David's experience in NOLA uh, and experiencing that. A little bit, of, that. Yeah. My, little bit little of that. my schedule. Exactly. So we're going to talk about um, NXT because, wow, what a – I just watched show. it today it, right. it, of my taping. I, I didn't get – it was a crazy week for me. So, like, I, I got to watch uh, WrestleMania Live. And everything else, I had to like play catch up. So I don't. I didn't, get I didn't to watch even... it till Wednesday morning. Uh, I woke up early to watch it before I went to the NXT taping because I'm uh... like, I know what happened at Takeover is going to affect the taping. So right. I'm like, I have to squeeze it in before yeah. I sit through five hours of right. NXT content. Yeah. So uh, NXT Takeover New Orleans was it, it was something special about it. I, I feel like you see that with every NXT like Takeover. There's they really outdo themselves. They do. Yeah. They, there's there's something about NXT and. It, and I have to admit, and we and we've all been saying this before, online in wrestling community, you can't really compare WWE with with uh, NXT. It's a totally different product. Right. It feels different. Uh, yeah, and NXT is like our people who live in Central Florida 
where I, I talk to a lot of people over the weekend waiting in lines for indie shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you talk about where you are and, you know, people came down from uh, Massachusetts and it's like beyond wrestling as our promotion or people from like Maryland are like, oh, evolve. Yeah. Um, people from Chicago, it's AAW. People from Seattle, it's uh, uh, beyond wrestling or not beyond defy defy mm-hmm. wrestling and you get to you know they're like oh you know where are you from and i'm like you know uh i say central florida and they're like what do you go to i'm like oh we go to nxt every two weeks and people are like oh my god i talked to a guy from england and he's like who goes to all the shows that i watch over in britain yeah that uh, he goes live with his son and he's like oh yeah we've gone to progress and we've gone to rev pro and we've gone to attack and we've gone to fight club pro and everything yeah. like that He's like, oh, where do you guys? I'm like, usually we do NXT. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. I'm like, jealous of me. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, we love it. He's like, NXT is the best product on. It's something. It's like the crossroads of the the best of, and I'll say it, indie talent coming in. Because right now, uh, and we'll talk about like the six man. Yeah. There's definitely talent in there that from everywhere. And, you know, I'll kind of break it down. Where these are guys that you've met in person that you've seen wrestle live. And now you're seeing them with, with the high shine of gloss. You're seeing them on high production value. You see them booked, right? You see the big video packages and the cool music and the lights and the big arena. You're seeing them on the big stage, Sure, how you see them in your mind presented the way they, sh- they deserve to be presented. Um, so it's one of those magical things with NXT when you become, an adamant fan like i i try not to miss the taping i i just like i extended my vacation out to wednesday so i knew i had that night off to go see the taping after watching 40 hours of live wrestling yeah i made sure i could come back to orlando and do another five hours with nxt um and my i just put in for their next tapings are two back-to-back days I just took those days off the works of my wife in the beginning of May so we could make both taping days. Like NXT to me is a super important product. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not the only one. A lot of people who follow it, especially in Central Florida, um, know it's special. And then takeovers that is like there's a sense of pride in it because then it's like your hometown team going to the Super Bowl and showing what they've got in front of this much bigger – global you know more eyes on the product right and, yeah right so uh yeah takeover i i've yet to be into a takeover live i think next year that trend might change for me when i go up to new york and i'm already that's already being stuff is already sure being yeah, yeah. i'm going to new york things are in the plans uh, yeah thing it's already we we knew on saturday at 1 a.m or 1 p.m uh me and my wife are like yeah we're going to new york next nice. year we're going to mania that's weekend awesome. i won't miss one now unless it's somewhere very expensive for me to travel to and new york's not bad but yeah it t- it, being nxt loyal being from central florida being a huge fan of indie wrestling and seeing the the way like it's the crossroads it is you know and uh to me like i don't go to wwe events uh access is my one a year and mm-hmm. i'll explain why i go to the access that i do every year um but uh, takeover it once again it's just a fantastic product um and like it started off hot i let's you let's know, go you're right in the, uh, the six man hell yeah dude. Ladder like i let's <laughs> I, you said it right there. okay so for me it was one of those things where I, I i had to watch it late like you did so i i, I flipped it on this morning right. and i was i was watching it and the first five minutes i was 
already more excited watching the NXT takeover than almost. I'd say Sans the uh, minus the the Ronda Rousey. I got that right. excited with the Ronda Rousey, but it feels like that with every pay per view when WWE produces on their network, it's like it feels like a palette swap. The colors, it feels like an extended raw, right? right. Nothing crazy special. Even even WrestleMania because it was WrestleMania weekend. It felt like WrestleMania didn't feel as special. Like you had the cool WrestleMania you know, logo. People said that, and I it didn't come that way on tape. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. People there, I had friends that went, and they were like, "Oh, it was so great." I'm like, "But they there's magic about Orlando. There's magic compared- in the water with WrestleMania being there." Yeah, um, and it sounds like the snotty hipster thing saying, "But like, well, if you were there, uh, it's something magical." Like, yeah. I'm not a huge like. I got into access and got into like uh, took my picture on on the set of Piper's Pit and yeah. coming out the ECW entrance, and I got to sit on the old wcw they actually had the metal from nitro that's awesome. and yeah you're smiling just yeah. thinking about that yeah, yeah. that's what everyone did all weekend yeah so when you get to mania you're like this is the wrestling thing pumped. i love yeah, right the pumped. child comes yeah. out of you they they bring that nostalgia out yeah of you. for sure um but i'm just saying from an actual aesthetic it, it felt like orlando was bigger if it, it was outdoors it, the huge like wrestling ring above the wrestling ring and then the yeah. universal globe like it just felt big this one felt like it I don't know. I don't know. Other than like, other than the 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 bar having their cool little intro with all the little yeah, Mardi yeah. Gras stuff, it didn't feel like special. I mean, I, the aesthetically. Yeah. I but mean, you're saying in comparison, NXT doesn't. It feels more like a raw kind of setup. It's actually the same set, right? Because it was at the Smoothie King, which is right. next door, right? Because they they do the Hall of Fame there, NXT, and then Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, that's where the uh, the Pelicans play, I think. Yeah, New Orleans Pelicans, yeah, yeah. who are in the who? Yeah, yeah. Big shout out to the Pelicans. They won Game One. I don't think they're listening. Sorry, uh, no, probably not. If they are, I'm, I, I, I'm in New Orleans. You know, yeah. New Orleans junkie, like exactly. you guys, like you guys are from up north. Uh, you they, know, you follow uh, your teams. So Takeover started with a with a bang, and I'll tell you what what happened was I knew the card. I didn't really pay attention to it because I there was a ton of other wrestling I was going to see that weekend. I'll be like, yeah. I'll see NXT before we go to the tape. Um. And I was sitting there the other day, and I was watching it. And, you know, uh, you take Lars Sullivan, who has been unstoppable. He's even at really house shows on fantastic. TV, everything like that. He's a smart, he's not your typical big man. No. And they keep saying that, but you watch him wrestle, he actually His wrestles. His in-ring IQ is amazing. Very high. Yeah. yeah. And then you see, he is a NXT guy. Yep. Or NXT trainee, everything. Right. Uh, Homegrown. Yep. Same thing with Velveteen. Yep. Velveteen finally got a shirt. Everyone bought it, sold out. Oh, Everyone bought it. I want it. Even though it's it's simple, <laughs> it, it, it's but, simple, it's but still, I want it. Yeah. You know, he's over. Yeah. He came out with, you know, the great tight. Like he does like the. It, he wasn't just a flash in the pan because some people were worried that his match against Alistair was just like a one. No, he's that, yeah, no he's, he's that good. Yeah, he's that good. He's really yeah, that good. Yeah, yeah. He's really yeah, yeah. that good. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he came out and then like, um, I don't, I'm not doing these in order. Right. But That's they're, the, they're the WWE guys. Right. Okay. And then my mind takes over when you see the rest come out. So. Killian Dane comes out. Killian Dane, uh, uh, big with Damo. Yep. And he was a ICW champion. He was, yep. A, a good ICW champion for a long, long time. He comes out. Ricochet. Ricochet. Lucha Underground. Won Bola 2017. Yep. He, top matches. Flippy shit. Some of the best matches you've ever King seen. Ricochet. As well as, right. Yep. D- has done it all. Yep. He comes out. EC3. Top 1%. Former, uh, 
you know, EC3 is a former TNA champion. Yep. Um, he looked in phenomenal shape. By he the is. Way. I've, oh seen my God. I've seen him wrestle live three times now in the past month, and he doesn't disappoint. He he, he gets it. He, he does. gets the whole thing. He's got an over the top personality, which we're, it just transfers on screen. And in I like he doesn't do anything that special in the ring, right? But he's just very good at what he does. Yep. He's, he, you get that character. He he had a lot of cells too. Right. I was really impressed. Like the ladder and right. stuff like his eyes you just like he's doing this thing where his eyes are bugging out right. and he's just like out of breath I, he, he really sold it and I, I was really impressed with with his uh his in-ring and then you have adam cole baby <laughs> adam cole is awesome which i don't have to sell it to anyone that's probably listened to this podcast yeah adam cole is amazing he is he is a great talent he's made for this business 100 percent. but former ring of honor champion yeah so now you have a former ring of honor champion former lucha underground bolo winner yep Former ICW, former TNA Impact champion, in a ladder match crazy. for NXT. You take out the other two guys who are extremely talented, homegrown talent sure. for NXT, the development process, who are just as good. Because uh, I I don't know how Velveteen's not going to get match of the year against Alistair. Oh jeez! Uh, oh the man! La- at, uh, Takeover Philly, oh. so good. great match. But then you put all those elements together, and on paper. It looks really good. In ring, it was even better. Oh. You, uh, the way each guy brings their own style to a ladder match, uh, Ricochet taking crazy bumps. Well, they all, t- they all, they all like waited and helped elevate that person for their spot. Like they all, I, I know there was some probably like, hey, let's talk about what we're gonna do. But like a lot of it, like I don't know if Ricochet knew he was. He was on top of the ladder. He's being pushed out to the side, and he did a uh, uh, shooting star press right. backwards or in front as he was falling away. And right. it looked like he wasn't sure if he was going to make it or not. Right. And he actually ended up doing it. And I was when like, he uh, right in the beginning, he hit the rope and bounced once oh, and used the momentum. And I'm like, the whole like crowd, the whole crowd. Like I was not expecting. You don't see a guy use the ropes like that. No. In the WWE product, uh-uh. like you see guys like Osprey, people you see Flip, Flip Gordon, right? Yeah, stuff yeah. guys like that who that's part of their offense. Yeah. But seeing it with NXT, you're just like, woof, this is something. And this different. was his first WWE. This was the first televised, televised. One, him and EC3. Yep. They've been right. doing house shows. Right. Like I said, I saw EC3 up at Dade. Yeah. I saw him in Lakeland. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, but they, what a they great way to pr- premiere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen Ricochet, um, and his his music's already solid in his package, and he does the laser intro. <sighs> so great! And they that all that followed that wasn't Perfect. just a one time thing. Yeah, and it's just you feel like he's a big time player. You Same do. thing with EC three. Yeah, you feel like immediately they enter with a lot of momentum and a lot of hype behind them, and that was a great match to showcase them. One hundred percent. Page uh, winning it deservedly so. Oh yeah, because he's the best on the mic. He's yeah. established. Yeah. He's in a bunch of other storylines. It made the tag match later on more. Uh, it just yeah. added a ton it of did. intrigue 100%. To, for future storylines. And and also just love the that all six men felt like they were feeding off each other really well. Like there's the, the moment where the the double where they're on the side of the ring or on the outside of the ring with the ladders and they all fall through. Right. You know, because the thing is, you had what was it, Killian Dane? He had. He had Ricochet, I guess, on. T- he was gonna pick up, or no, Ricochet was already on the ladder, and he picked. I don't know. He picked up Velveteen, and he did. He went up and did like this DDT style yeah. slam, 
And the look on the look on um, Velveteen's face when he was getting—I mean, they did the replay, and I was just like, Velveteen was selling it. I mean, he was getting hurt. I mean, right. you can't. I mean, there's not much you can do. Velveteen also have... did the rolling. Oh, Death he Valley did. The, on the, the oh my god! Like they did big spots, huge spots, and they, like you said, they all took care of each other. They did. Everyone yeah. sold it for everyone else. Excellent. No one outshined another one. They, they. It was an excellent match. I loved it. It was a five star match. Hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. It right. was. It made me. I got goosebumps watching. Right. I was excited. I was jumping up. I was screaming. I was clapping. Yeah. By myself. No one else was yeah. in the room with me. I was clapping by myself. Yeah. Uh, several times. I just. There was so many amazing. It is. I, I. I probably watched it twice since. Yeah. I watched it this morning. It was so good. So the next match was the women's women's match. Women's match. Um, uh, Shayna Baszler versus, versus uh, Ember Moon. Moon. I, I I tell you what with this. Um, I wasn't surprised that Shayna won it. Um, of course, Ember got the call up. Right. To Raw. I feel as though Ember was going to get the call up earlier, but when um, Asuka got hurt, and they're like, we're going to give Asuka the call up. Because Ember's been good for a long time. She has been very So solid. when she lost, it was you know, as a fan, you're like, uh, following her, you you get to the point being like, oh, she lost to Shayna. But at the same point, you're like, she already proved everything she had to yeah. without the belt. Sure. Like, she did more than uh, Bailey did with the belt, I feel. I feel as though she did more with the belt than, or in the title hunt, than Alexa did mm-hmm. way before, uh, before she got called up. Um. I just felt as though like her losing d- didn't deflate that character. It was a right. good match. It was very solid. solid yeah. uh, Play Shayna's best match. Oh yeah, she looked really good. She actually showed like she was hurt too, which is right. great. Like you, there was a she was selling. weakness. Yeah, and then they did the whole popping the shoulder thing. It was a little, you know, when I saw the 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 gif or the small video online, I'm like, oh, that's kind of corny. But in the context of the match, it was like, it, oh yeah, it, wor- it really did work. I think it's good that she's a heel on top because there's an influx of female um face characters in nxt right now your candace larae's your uh, dakota kai's yeah i i think that's gonna work and it makes the nxt women's division after the call-ups a little bit more interesting even at the the taping i just went to they didn't focus a lot on the women um i think that's coming especially they announced the may young classic too yeah i think there's a lot more women um gonna get the call up uh and we're in a, like almost like a fresh slate, yeah. And having people like uh, like Candice LeRae, who's I think one of the I top. Love her. She's indie, great. I when I say she's one of the top indie talents, I'm not just saying when she when she was doing independence. I'm not saying women. I'm saying period. Yeah, she's one of the best indie talents ever. Yeah. Um, her and her husband and her former tag partner uh, Joey Ryan. Yeah. Are just they're phenomenal. Yep. Um, and now you got to we're gonna see a lot more of that. Um, at the taping, uh, uh, Bianca Belair is finally getting on air. They're doing a storyline with uh, Lacey Evans and uh, Kyrie Sane. So a lot of the women that I've watched for the last year do house shows are now getting TV time, which is which good. is big. Yeah, and they've refined these characters down. Like they, you know, basically like there was a hunk of rock and they chiseled it down, and you're getting that clear picture of where. The division's going, right. but it's making a lot of fresh opponents for Shayna. Shayna being a fresh champion, not in NXT that long, about six to yeah. eight months um, full time. Now they have time to kind of build a, a, a pool of p- 
potential opponents and storylines underneath her. Yeah. And like they're doing a, a smaller storyline with her and uh, Dakota Kai right now. If you follow NXT over the weekend, uh, Nixon Newell is back. Yep. And she's teamed with, uh, and Nixon Newell, if you haven't seen her wrestle, she is fantastic. Yeah, 100%. She is very, very good. Mm-hmm. As soon as we saw her healthy, my wife's like, oh my God, she's going to fight Bianca. Oh my God, she's going to fight Candace. Oh my God, she's going to. Like, there's a lot of women talent that mm-hmm. have been there for a while. They showed off in the the women's battle royal. Yeah. Of course, half of them got called up. Yeah. But, you know, Kyrie Sand's very good. And, you know, you have all these other women who probably were in the May Young, the first May Young Classic, might come back for the second. You know, you might see Piper Niven come back. You might see Tony Storm come back. You yeah. might see, you know, it's a very exciting time for that division. Yeah. And they're keeping a hush-hush on who the next ones are. So I can see Ember being like, okay, I had my time. I did everything. For a year, she chased Asuka. Sure. You know, and she never got beat her. She had that time as a champion. Yep. That's more than Nia got. That's yep. more like more than Alexa got. Um, so I, I, it was the right move. I also right also like the fact that she got choked out. It wasn't that it wasn't a tap out. It wasn't her being pinned. Right. It still makes Ember look strong. She just it got, makes both look really good, which it, I think yeah. is a brilliant way to yeah. be out. You know, so I really like the match. As and well. I was excited to see her on Raw. I think she's going to do a yep. lot, even if the shakeup. I saw more of SmackDown, but it might just be, hey, here's your debut. Now we're going to move people around. Sure. Because um, yeah. I don't see her going back into a rivalry with Oscar right away, because mm-hmm. we've seen that for a while. Right. Um, I But I do want to see her wrestle some of the other women who have been on, like Sasha and uh, oh, yeah. uh, Bailey and uh, uh, Mickey James. I think she'll, mm-hmm. she'll have some for sure. very solid matches with yeah. them. Uh, was the tag match next? It was. Yes. Um, and triple threat tag. Yep. It which, was uh, Kyle uh, O'Reilly, Adam Cole, um, uh, Authors Bobby, of Pain, Authors of Pain, and um, it was Pete Don, Pete Don, and Roderick Strong. Yep, Roddy Strong. Yep. So it, I this goes without saying, I love Pete Don. I I think he's a, tremendous um, on the Indies in NXT. I was excited that he got a takeover match. I didn't care where he was. Mm-hmm. He could have wrestled Dakota Kai. Yeah. Um, he could have wrestled, you know, anyone yeah. else on the car. And I was v- very excited to see him in it. Um, this, I wasn't, it felt like this match was kind of thrown together at first. Bobby Fish has been hurt for a while. Yeah, they like were just legit wa- hurt. Yeah. Legit hurt. Yeah. They were waiting a long time to kind of announce it because I think they they want him to be healthy. But when he didn't get cleared, they're like, oh, Adam, you either have to give it up, blah, blah. So I don't know if this Ro- the Roddy Roderick Strong turn is filling in Bobby's spot for a while. If it is, yeah. But I don't know if this was before the injury or they knew the injury. Like they worked on it to yeah. build the storyline because they had been teasing and Roddy had like been like, no, I don't want to be part of it. Right. And, like, he's been- and um, even to the point where um, Roddy and Pete weren't supposed to be a team. It was supposed to be Mustache Mountain. It was supposed to be Trent Seven, Tyler Bate. But what happened was Tyler legit hurt his neck, shoulder, his neck at um, Riptide the weekend before they flew over before the last tapings. Uh, WWE is like, it's his knee. Just kind of, you know, like uh, sleight of hand being like, oh, look at over here. It's his knee. Mm -hmm. And took them out and built this kind of alternate storyline. So... Who knows how much of his kayfabe and how much right. of it's true. Yeah. Now, the result is 
Fucking Roddy Strong finally has a belt. Yep. That he can hold. They're finally doing a really interesting story with him. And now we have four of oh the best God. Ring of Honor champions it's insane. ever it's as crazy. a faction on NXT. Period. I, now, you look at that team and you're like, these are the four. The they're unstoppable. Three, like, yep. three former world champions. Yep. Uh, Fish won everything but. Right. Same thing with Roddy. Same yep. thing with Adam. And it's just like. Yeah, and Roddy was like Mr. Ring of Honor. Yep. Actually, that was his title. That was for his a while. title, yeah. So when I saw those four together, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, I, I was excited. Yeah. Right. I was more excited to see those four Ring of Honor guys than anyone that was actually in Ring of Honor over yeah. the weekend um, as a faction, just being like, holy shit. They're doing shit. such a great job of building that. And I, the way that it escalated, if you follow Pete Dunne after the turn on Pete Dunne and everything else like that, Pete Dunne just tweeted a picture of him, Trent, uh, Tyler together and just like the the thinking emoji or the pondering one. Oh yeah. And me and my wife saw that we were watching we were at Ring of Honor and we both popped. We're like fucking British strong style versus undisputed era. We're yeah. like this is our fucking Super Bowl. I know. This is all we hope be, for in life. I know that'd be like, awesome. Like we were just that'd we were dope. freaking yeah. out. Actually that match just signed for the uh UK tournament too. Nice. They, that's night one is the that's main a, event. Oh, that's so a awesome. huge all those guys incredible tremendously talented i'm very happy about tremendously that. Yep. talented but uh yeah it's a solid match a lot uh, it was obviously for storyline purposes not competitive i had to kind of throw it together be, be my favorite probably my favorite spot of the entire night um we all you and i know right. how awesome kyle o'reilly is yeah. and oh, we yeah. got to hear him like do more mic stuff at house shows and he's he's so great he's so underrated he didn't get to do that but he's got a great persona about yeah. him but he's so damn good in the ring. He and is. He, there's a spot where he is doing a guillotine choke on, I don't remember who he used guillotine choking, but uh, I don't know, somebody, maybe one of the authors of Pain, I don't remember. But he's guillotine choking one of them, and then uh, uh, Acom comes over and tries to kick him to get him to break out of the hold, and he grabs his leg and goes into an ankle lock as he has, a, after the, the guillotine, he modifies it so he has enough arm room and goes into a triangle. So he has a triangle on one guy, and a, and a and then one of the, oh, it was the other guy. So it, they had, oh my God, it was, my brain was like, this is stuff you have, you, you can't plan this ahead of time. You're just no. on the spot right. making this happen. I was like, Kyle O'Reilly is, so underrated, even in NXT. He and I want to so see, I, I think we're going to eventually get him and Pete one-on-one, oh, which I really want to see. Amazing. Um, yeah. At the taping, spoilers, you do get Roddy, Pete again, who are excellent together. Sweet. Um, I Pete just, he's so fresh. I've seen him wrestle tons of times, mm-hmm. uh, live and uh, like for a million different promotions. Um, and he's so good. He got a really good pop too that he, night. Oh, people man, were he was really, hot all weekend. Pe- when he was doing that, people were mimicking his to this jaw right. thing. Like people were really into and it. And they're starting to use him as a face. They, yeah. uh, I watched him wrestle at Access. He wrestled Leo, Leo Rush. Oh, nice. And it was it was excellent. And Leo, they're turning heel. Good. Oh. I, I. Okay. Okay. And then Pete, they're turning face. He actually stopped for pitchers, and he fist bumped. and That's awesome. And I'm like, good for him. Yeah. And he's a good guy. He is. Um, but he's not going to ch- drop that persona where he doesn't smile and right. all this other stuff. But anyways, uh, yeah, excellent match. Yeah. Excellent match. I enjoyed it. It was very good. Then the title match. The title match. Was that it? Or was there anything Nope. Else? There's two more matches we got to talk about. The two more matches, yeah. Yeah. So there's the title match, which was Aleister Black versus uh, CN Almos. Uh, solid match. Yep. Uh, those two guys don't really do bad matches. No. Um, it was very technically sound. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how the um, why can't I remember Vega. her name? Vega. Sophia is it Sophia Vega? No, uh, it's it was like Maria Vega, something like that. Something. I, I don't know. Vega. Let's just call her yeah. Miss Vega. Yeah. Um, I, I liked how name. they sold her getting over on Alistair. Yeah. Behind her back, yeah. And then it backfired. Oh, I love that. Great storytelling in a it match. Was. They, even if you've never seen an NXT show before or didn't know that character or anything else, you, they told us enough story on that match that yeah. you got what was going on. Um, was solid, Selena Vega? Selena, Selena Vega, Vega, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I love how you, you, they were even saying, like, you went to the well too many times. Yeah, and, and it was it, that was the was, whole story. That was great. They told yeah. a great story in that yeah. match. Yeah. Um, Alistair being champion is awesome. Oh, he he's, deserves it, man. He's the second he coming. He was everywhere, man. Like, he's the second. He's the new taker. Yeah, he oh, really absolutely, is. He's yeah. the new taker. He's fantastic, and he's he's really fantastic. He's Love very him. very good. So, um, he deserves the title. Like he's worked it. He, oh yeah. yeah, and he's really over. He's with been to all crowd. the house shows. He's been everywhere, right. and he's like, an unlikely champion. Yep, he's the anti hero. He's, he's somebody yep. that when guys like um, Jim Smallman or um, I'm trying to think of the, the Mark Davis who runs uh, ICW. They talk about him, and they're like, if we just had the chance to put the belt on him, we would have. Because they realize the persona he has, how fluid he is in the ring, how technically sound. He's good at the wrestling. He's good at the striking. He's good at the submission. He's good at everything. And he's a believable character where he's he's just like, he's this, he could be this era's taker. He's like taker and punk. Yeah. But actually like a really good guy. Like he's. But more, his head's in the game. Like, yep. he wants to be here. He realizes he's playing a character, basically a, a character version of who he really is. Yeah. And he's super fortunate he gets to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think well, he's a great champion. He, I, I, you know, I liked, I, I, I was surprised when they gave it to Almost in the beginning. Yeah. Because he didn't have a ton of mic time. He's still not that great on the mic. That's right. why he's got the valet. Right. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him moving forward. But he's been really solid. I mean, his he's been so, oh, his wrestling's really fantastic. Yeah. I just think his character needs to be Wants can't be work. defined by yeah. like when they were sending uh, Selena Vega out to do his promo stuff. I'm just like, it's because he's not that great on the mic, right? You know, I rather him speak Spanish and them subtitle it just oh, to be fun. That'd be great. I like just something. Yeah, don't treat it as a negative. Treat it as a positive. Yeah. And I would be into the character more. Right. Well, and the beautiful thing about Aleister Black is he doesn't have to talk. Like, he doesn't no. have to say anything. That was one thing I told my wife. I was like, the first time I saw Aleister Black come in the, as the Aleister Black character, not counting his Tommy, his uh, Tommy Dunn, uh, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Inns, uh doing a thing at UK tournament because that was the first time we saw him in, right. in, in WWE, WWE product. Yep. But his first time coming as Aleister Black, coming up slowly. And the smoke, yeah. and then the, and the music. music's perfect. Oh my god, did I have goosebumps? I'm goosebumps now. Yeah, like it just the presentation that whole of all persona, the persona, so good. The persona, the energy that he gives right. off, like the, he doesn't have to say a damn thing ever. He's so great, and it, it, the music's timed so well with him too, where yep. he, the chorus doesn't kick in until he's standing. Yes, and it's just so the good. build, 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 boom, and it's just like you're like, oh, I'm gonna see some shit. Like every time I've seen, seen him so many times, but still to this day. I like I take a picture of him every time he gets in the yep. ring or does that that intro. I'm just like, he, it's so badass. Like you're like this is special. Like I'm hoping, once again, he's someone that translates to the bigger crowd. But I can't see him not. Right. He he's everything. Well, he's no joke. 
You're going to see Alistair. For Noah Jose's, you know, he, he got called he, up. He got called up. Yeah. Shockingly. Like, yeah. there was cheers in was. my hotel room for me and my wife. <laughs> we were, like, hugging each other. We were like, he got called up finally. Like, because we've seen him for yeah. the better part of over a year now yeah, in wrestling every event. And yeah. he is very entertaining. And they gave him a, a squash. Yeah. They usually do when they call people right. up. They give him a squash. Um, but someone will call him the the uh, Jose Buds. I'm like, yeah. no, let's not, let's not keep that going. That's, let's squash that right now. Yeah. But, uh, Jose Buds. No, uh, Alistair, uh, Alistair is a great champion. I hope he's, he's going to have a good a, run. I hope he holds a belt for a while, too. At least SummerSlam. Yeah. I, I think there's other storylines to be told, especially uh, what we're going to talk about the next match, where um, it's Gargano and Ciampa, who just gave another fucking classic. So, let me. I, I'm a huge fan of both guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in the Indies. Uh, I, I followed, watched a lot of their matches, especially they had a lot of UK matches. Uh, Johnny wrestled up for Smash Wrestling. Ciampa has uh, progress yep. attack, uh, Fight Club Pro history, having just really phenomenal, phenomenal matches. Uh, I would recommend anyone go back and watch Ciampa. Had a feud with uh, Zack Sabre Jr., and it's just great. They're great, great wrestling. Um, this almost year storyline from TakeOver Chicago. Actually, let's go even back further to the first round of the CWC. Champa and Gargano stole oh. the tournament in the first round. It was incredible. With a, just a great match. Out of context, that's still a great match. Even though they're like, oh, it's a tournament. And, uh, you know, forget that they're tag team partners. Forget that they were best friends. Forget yeah. it was, a, you know, for the Cruiserweight title. Forget yeah. all that and yeah. just watch as a match. Yeah. It's a great, great match. Uh, and then you all that other stuff adds on to it. Exactly. Um, amazing tag team. Had match of the year against the revival, the best yep. two out of three at Toronto. The Chicago, the ladder match against uh, AOP oh. was fantastic. That turn was a shocker because they put the the you know the signature or the copyright up and yeah. then did everything oh, else. Yeah. They just had every and you could hear Champa say, "This was supposed to be our moment. It's this is my moment." Yeah. And then he turns on Johnny. Yeah. Um, then leading to this whole buildup where every because Champa had been gone for a while, he wasn't. Only he was team. injured. He, he was, was injured. legit injured yeah. from that match, which for, helped for actually helped this helped a lot. It did because you didn't see him wrestle, and you're waiting for him to yeah. see what he can do. Yeah, and he erased everybody on social media. He doesn't follow anyone. You know, they made a shirt for him, and he told them don't make it. So he's actually taking a pay cut. He's not selling merch. Because wow. he's like, you fans never got behind me. You're behind, yeah. like, hundred percent selling this character. Yep. Yep. Uh, came out to no music. Yep, um, that's his thing. And everyone's like, holy shit, what is like the no gimmick yep. is the best gimmick. Yep, type thing. Um, just fantastic. The match was everything. Oh yeah, 100%. it was everything. When he, I tell you, when it turned for me, I was watching, it and everyone's like, this match is excellent. Blah blah. blah. I, it was a non-sanctioned. Things that sold that. Drake was the ref, not wearing stripes. Yep. He wore a black polo. Sure. And yep. I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah. When he was in the corner and Johnny was stamping on him, and Drake's just like, he's just watching it. Just like, do it. I'm like, yep, yep. Drake is selling as much of this match yep. as it made it anybody else. It legit. felt like a non- yeah, like, It was awesome. How do you do a non-sanctioned match, match and make yeah. it look like a non-sanctioned yeah. match? Um, when he went out and ripped up the outside mat, I'm like, this is so old school. Oh, dude. 
Okay. I haven't seen, <laughs> okay. I haven't seen that in years. But that what was like a power bomb or whatever. It well, was. no, it was just a, when he ripped it up, I popped. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, I'm like, you don't sure. see this. You do but not. But his bump was brutal. You could brutal. see his his jaw was vibrating. Like it when he hit. I, I, they did the replay, and I was watching his face when he hits the concrete. His his bottom jaw is like like pulsing or shaking. Yeah. He's like he's out of breath. He's yeah. It hit him pretty hard. Yeah, like you could feel the hard. jolt in his body right. on his spine. Holy uh, crap! The whole match was done great, and then it ended with this. Uh, the, the symbolism at the end was fantastic mm-hmm. when they when Johnny goes to sit next to him, which was they sat next to each other when the CWC, they sat next to each other when they won the belts, right. they sat next to each other after the turn, and then this one. And Ciampa, you think he's going to turn, yep. and he goes to grab the knee brace, and he, Johnny's waiting for it, and he got it into the Gargano, mm. the Gargano escape. Yep. And then he modifies it to the STF and uses the knee brace. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is magic. This is, this is awesome. Everything yep. in wrestling. Yep. If you want to get someone to pro wrestling, just show them that match with that video package. Yep. I'm like, this is everything. This is no title for stake. Nothing, but these two yep. guys having beaten hell out of the each other. Yep. best rivalry you will see in professional you know wrestling. What I also love too, is I feel like when they get in the ring together, it's more of a strong style match. It's very hard hitting, very high impact. Right. It, even with CWC, you were like, man, they were taking some chops to each other. Their their chests were red and bleeding. And, and there's two guys like, that know each other yep. so well, and you get that. You know, it's like Rock and Austin. It's uh, heart. It's magic. Yep. It's heart. Yep. Brett or uh, heart. Uh, Michaels. Mm-hmm. It's you know, or Michaels. Anybody. But yeah. you just see that magic, and mm-hmm. they. They know it. Triple H knows it. The guys who are on that NXT show, they know it. And they see these two, and they're just like, man, the anticipation of watching these guys connect. And you is, can hear it, too, the crowd. Right. Like, when when you would go quiet for a second, nothing is happening. And then you hear the gasp. Like, yeah. <gasps> the whole crowd is just like, I mean, it was I, up and down like and a roller coaster. Not spoilers for anyone, yeah. but af- the taping afterwards, it's not over. Oh. Oh, gotcha. and it's just like, where do they go next? Oh What's the next kind of match? Because I want to see, like, it has to be a cage match. It has to be something to elevate these guys even more. Do you put the strap on them? They really don't need it. No. But, yeah, TakeOver just sets the bar so, so high. It's so weird because I would have thought at this point, like, Johnny's big enough in the in in the spectrum, I guess, of, of viewers. I think he being called up to the main roster could have already happened, but I'm glad they kind of held him. I hope they do. Yeah. I, I don't think he needs to be there. I think he'll disappear. Yeah. Um, everyone joked uh, – about him going to uh, 205 ah. and he would, he would escalate 205. He would absolutely. He really would, but yeah. it wouldn't, they won't be able to do the storytelling that they're doing right sure. now in NXT. Yeah. Especially with NXT, there might be some more call-ups. They do have a lot of guys who are veteran wrestlers, but they're new to NXT. And it's when you see, Guys like Ricochet come in, and you've seen guys like uh, EC3, and a lot of the UK guys are wrestling over here more. And the indie fans are like, oh, they're they quote unquote sold out. And like I said in the beginning, no, it's these guys are tremendously talented. And when you do indie shows, you know, it's uh, you can only. Two guys who wrestle each other a lot 
can only bring each other up so high. Yeah. Like like Ricochet Osprey wasn't gonna get any better. Right. They did every variation yep. of the match. So you know what is someone like Ricochet supposed to do? He needs someone else who sees what he does and be like, I like what you do. Have you tried this? Yeah. Can you go against this? Could you put against this opponent? You know, elevate. Yep. Because you can only be so good in the game. And I, I think some of the indie guys are starting to see that. Seeing being like, oh, I'm here, but I can be, you know, I can jump up to the next level going in. And now, no pun intended. Yeah. To NXT. Yeah. But that's honestly what it is. It's For that sure. transition. Yeah. And you're seeing more and more than that guy. Like you just WrestleMania, the WrestleMania card this year. Um, I think they said a couple years ago too um, that every match has an NXT guy in it, hmm. and that's becoming. We're going to get to the point where the the entire card is going to be sure all NXT, and yeah. we're not talking that far off. We're talking, you know, when Orton and Cena decide they're, they're not yeah, going to wrestle anymore, yeah. you're basically have an NXT roster for sure. Um, there's a couple guys holding in there, uh, the veteran guys, who you're always going to have floating in and out. Uh, even back in the 80s, we had that. But the, the stuff like this is, you know, you compare that main event versus the WrestleMania main event, and there's no there's no question what the fans are invested in, what kind of match quality they want, you know? Yeah. Because um, I think a match like that would speak to a broader audience and bring more fans in than just seeing, you know, Roman Reigns throw two different kind of moves and bleed and yeah. lose. Yeah. Again. Yeah. The NXT was special. I, it, it always feels special. It always feels and special. I, I think, uh, the, them only doing a takeover once every three months or one of, there's another big event. Cause the next one's in Chicago again. Yep. It sounds like they're doing Chicago every June now. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get uh Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn takeover is a big one. And then we'll get one other one around rumble. I like that. They take these breaks. They do. And yeah. they, Give every, even yeah. though it's an hour long show, you, when we get to a takeover and it's five matches, you care about all five matches. Yep. You care about all everyone. Nothing's filler. Everything. Yeah, is, nothing's filler. Yeah. And when they bring in new talent or have a big multi man matches like the uh, the War Games match or this past ladder match, you're like, holy shit! I never thought these guys in the ring yeah. would uh, would bring it up. Now, uh, as spoilers, everyone that watches NXT. Uh, so the rivalries that they're starting to hint at at the last taping, um, Ricochet Velveteen Dream, like as a rivalry. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Um, like I said, Champa and uh, Gargano, and they really didn't hint to who they do, but they don't for Aleister Black. So that's intriguing to me. At an entire taping, they're not being like this guy's the number one contender. Right. Uh, very intriguing stuff and then um undisputed error just ruling over everything and you're gonna see that evolve and hopefully like i'm hoping that some of the british talent starts coming that you were telling me off air about uh, access people access. still don't know what NXT- people still don't know what xt is and i'll uh, let me so i follow the indies obviously very closely um i'm definitely an indie wrestling fan uh annoyingly so uh to wwe fans uh, so <laughs> let me just talk about my weekend. Sure. The, the reason I committed time and money into going to new Orleans for a week was for progress progress. I'll say it again. UK brand. They don't come over here that often. Um, 
their products fantastic. I think I've I've gotten you into it. Oh, absolutely. Deuce. Yeah, you made, um, made me a fan. Right. Yep. And my wife's in love with the company. The company has been very good to me um, as a fan, as someone who uh, I try to find creative outlets with uh, either like uh, I do a lot of vinyl designs and I do T-shirt designs and everything mm-hmm. else. And their team have been very, very supportive to me. Um, and they don't have to be. And yeah. they're a small company from the UK. Why they know who the hell I am in the UK, like a guy from Davenport yeah. who's an arcade technician 40 hours a week, why they care about my art and my, uh, you know, making sure that they thank me and talk to me For and sure. like that shows is, that's a big deal to me. Yeah. Not just being a fan of their product, but just being any, any company doing that. You know, being, you know, thanks for your, yeah, for your passion and your devotion to something. Um, It's really nice. So I make sure that anytime progress is on the card somewhere during WrestleMania weekend, I'm going to be there. So they had two shows booked. One was Friday and one was Saturday. And they were chapter shows, which is the first time they did chapter shows in the United States. So if you watch progress, chapter shows are like their main storyline. They've done other outside events, which usually means, hey, we're going to bring other talent in. We're going to wrestle a special show here, here, and here. So Orlando last year, special event, went out there, went up, flew up to Boston this past uh, in August to see them up there, did a small show, 700 people. This was the first time they were doing a chapter show, which means they brought over their own film team, means it was edited, means it was part of storyline, and all this other, you know, everything. Um, But before that weekend started, um, they announced, hey, Progress uh, Tag Championship, Women's Championship, and World Championship are going to defend it at Access. Now, they did that last year, and they they said, hey, we're going to do it this year at Access. I'm like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. Um, and then I saw who. So as soon as they announced that, me and the wife were like, now Axis, I'll tell people right now, is it like it's it's supposed to be fifty five dollars. But after convention fees and service fees and everything else, it's like seventy five bucks. Yeah. They add like twenty bucks on it. So it's like one hundred fifty right. bucks for four hours right. for two people. Yeah. A little pricey. But they're like, hey, progress titles are going to be defended. And then they're like, oh, other progress t- uh, uh, progress uh, talent is, are going to wrestle. Not knowing what to expect. So we get in there, and every progress title match is against NXT talent. <laughs> so it was Grizzled Young Vets, which oh, you know who they yeah, are. Yeah, Gibson, uh, Gibson and Drake, yeah. who I met this weekend, or that weekend. The sweetest guys in the world. And then it's just fun to boo them out of the building. Yeah. But the nicest dudes you would ever want to meet. <laughs> um, they wrestled heavy machinery. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, like I was saying, or before that, they're the first match out. So Gibson gets on the mic. There's people around who know the gimmick. Yeah. So we're trying to boo him out of the building. Yeah, for sure. This woman next to me is like, who's wrestling? I kind of tell her the card. Yeah. She goes, I don't know who any of them are. I'm like, why are you standing here? Yeah. So like I'm against the rail next to the timekeeper, yeah. Against my, uh, next to Mike Rowe, who's the announcer, one of the announcers for him. But he was yeah. running the show, and I'm like out of my mind because I'm like I see heavy machinery every week, but I see Gibson and Drake all the time on Progress right. chapter shows. Yeah. So me and my wife are like, like our eyes are huge because we're just like I'm like freaking out of my head. And I'm like looking around. I'm like. 
why are not enough people watching this? And I look, and John Briley, who's one of the owners, is standing right there behind me watching this match. I'm just like, this is insane. <laughs> like, yeah. I felt like I was like, and I'm like, did I die? And go to like, yeah. Because Twilight it's Zone. my two favorite promotions, the, yeah. my hometown brand yeah. and the the brand who I love, who supports me as a, you know, as mm-hmm. a fan and a creative and yeah. who know me right. or wrestling against each other. Like name your, if you're a ring of honor, WWE fan, right. they don't have an event where they can wrestle each other. If you're, you know, a new Japan uh, Shikara fan, you, there's not an event where they wrestle each other. Yeah. So being a NXT progress or my favorite too, watching them wrestle at a WWE event in the That's highest surreal, on WrestleMania, man. Yeah. Sunday That's is mind blowing yep. for me. Yep. Um, just thinking about like being in the moment, I was getting emotional. My wife's like, "What's the matter?" I'm like, "I'm so happy." Yeah, like this is awesome. the rarest thing as a fan seeing the two things I love the most. Kind of like, like it's it was perfect. So they wrestled each other. Uh, Tony Storm defended the women's title against uh, Lacey Evans, oh, that's cool. uh, which was great. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of the other match. Um, I want to say there was another mid-match. I can't think of it. Because they had other spots. Oh, Elias came out and sang. <laughs> nice. But he comes out. And then the music hits. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, who's that? And I look over. It was Keith Lee. Uh-huh. And Keith Lee is yeah. at Access. That's and I'm crazy. like, who's he wrestling? And then Laura Sullivan came out. Oh. And I'm like, this is <laughs> craziness. <laughs> I'm like losing. I'm losing my mind losing losing my mind awesome. like i am going insane because i'm like these are all wrestlers i love right um so keith lee was getting a tryout he got squashed because they're obviously not going to have keith lee go over an nxt guy right um i'm trying to think of the other matches now um and how long was the, it was four hours it was said? four hours i stood there for about three and a half um leo rush won the opportunity to wrestle uh pete dunn for the uk that was a very good match which you know anytime pete dunn's wrestling within you know a mile of me or or like 30 miles of me we're like we gotta go like we've bought an nxt tickets on the fly on our way to events because it's like pete dunn's gonna you know wrestle yeah um he's that good everyone he's just that good yep you want to see him wrestle as much as possible um he wrestled Austin Theory, which I have not brought his name up. Mm-hmm. I was aware of Austin Theory and how good he was. He wrestled for Progress up in New York. Watched That's the first time I saw him wrestle. It was not live, but on tape. I'm like, oh, this kid's good. And then he wrestled both Progress shows, and he wrestled at Axis against uh, Axel Dieter. Axel Dieter Jr. I keep doing that. Marcel Barthel. Yeah. I'm just used to this you WXW to, yeah. name, um, which was very good. It was for the WWN title. I'm like, that. A WWN title is being defended at Access. That's crazy. They're just crazy. Yeah. Um, because WWN is fairly local. You can see a lot of their product at the Orpheum in Dade City, or in, sorry, not Dade City, Ebor City, yeah. for 10 bucks every yep. weekend. Yep. There's a WWN show, uh, either Style Battle or Shimmer, or one of those is always happening there. Anyways, um, so that match was very good. And then it was uh, Undisputed Error versus Mustache Mountain. And of course, me and my wife are the biggest marks for Mustache Mountain in the world. Trent Seven is one of the, I have a hilarious story about him from this weekend with my wife, uh, is one of the nicest guys you'll meet. He's funny, funny, funny. 
and it's not just in ring. He's just a great human being. Yeah. Um, so anytime we get a chance to see him, of course, we know all their sticks, so we know what to say and do in the ring. So like, Tyler's slapping hands with all the fans that are there, and they're like, "Oh, it's the guy who won the UK title," and blah blah. And me and my wife were doing the three sweet, mm-hmm. the because it's part of their shtick as mus- yep. as uh, British strong style. Yeah. So he's coming around slapping and we have the three sweet out and he stops and he three sweets us. And we're like, ah, like freaking out. I was wearing like a flannel, uh, button down and I had my mustache mountain one and I kind of like opened it. So Trent would see it and he points at me. He's like, and he's like, point. I'm like, yeah, like it was the greatest. (laughs) It was like Christmas morning. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, like when, if people don't know what defend into wrestling is, it's a brand that's owned by any Dennis, uh, Mark, uh, Andrews and Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. So when Pete came out, I had the flag on me and I raised it up, and, you know, so like the, there's pictures of him with his brand at access. And I got like a shout out from them online being like, thank you. Mama. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I, well, I was on Mark Andrews Instagram. That's cool. On Friday. Cause I brought the flag for him to sign. And he's like, Oh my God. He was, he liked that. I was wearing the wristband, me and my wife. And we're like, Oh, we, you know, we have a bunch of them. And so oh, I have the flag here and he's like, he, Mark Andrews freaked out. Like he marked out for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Because he's like two American fans have my brand on yeah. a giant flag. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm bringing it to all the events. He's like, oh my God. So he's like, can I take a picture of you guys with it? I'm like, yeah, I got yeah. Mark Andrews wants yeah. a picture of me. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, this is the greatest day ever. Yeah. Uh, I had that three times of the week. I wear, I'm like, this is the greatest day of my life. That's awesome. And then I went to ring of honor. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, access was, like I said, NXT I love, Progress I love. I got to see them. Oh, and uh, No Way Jose wrestled Travis Banks, which oh, was bizarre wow. <laughs> for the uh, Progress title. I didn't get to see all that match because we went to walk around real fast. I heard it uh, start, and they had big screens that were televising. I'm like, let me go over and take a couple pictures because yeah. I am I love Travis Banks. Yeah. He knows who I am now because I've done several designs for him. Um, so he, was, you know, he thanked me because TK wasn't available. But I'm like, oh, let me get a picture. Uh, the background on my phone is the progress logo. It's a custom one I did and I'm trying to get a picture and I'm walking around this crowd. Um, and I pulled my phone up and I'm trying to swipe it and it's not going cause of the tilt, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, what the hell? And so I have to, I, I adjust it in there and I swipe it to get camera and I hear over my shoulder. That's my company's logo on your phone. And I turn, and it's Jim Smallman. Nice. And I'm like, hi, Jim. And he's like, hi, Dave. That's funny. I'm like, and he gives me like a half hug. He's like, you had a good weekend? I'm like, you guys are the best. He goes, <laughs> he goes, we try. He's like, I got to go to the back now. And when I turn around, Glenn Joseph's standing right there. And I didn't get to talk to him on the weekend. He's the, one of the, the third right. owner. Right. And I'm like, hey, Glenn. I'm like, Glenn, I just want to tell you, love the weekend, blah, blah. I said, and I made beads, which I'll talk about a little bit, yeah. for all the progress guys. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, Dave. And he hugs me. Yeah. Like, uh, spontaneously, he just hugs me. And he's, I'm just like, this is neat. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, he's like, oh, we're going to, I'm like, uh, I'm like, your show was great, blah, blah. He's like, hopefully we'll be back soon, you know, um, sooner than you guys think. But, you know, fingers crossed. Right. And I said, thank you. And my wife comes up behind me because she was doing something else at the time. She's like, did you just get a hug from Glenn Joseph? I'm like, this is the best access ever. <laughs> Ever. I'm like, yeah. I got to talk to briefly to all three progress owners. I got to see progress talent wrestle 
NXT talent. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, I would have paid a thousand dollars for this experience and yeah. stuff like that. But the general WWE fan, like these guys, stand in the crowd, and no one knows who they are. Tony Storm wrestled and defended her title. She came out dressed nicely and stood amongst the crowd. No one knew who she was, and I'm like. Tony Storm. Yep. Tony Storm is yep. right there. Yep. Like me, I'm freaking out. I freaked out when Keith Lee came out and people were like, who? I freaked out when, you know, people know Pete and Tyler and uh, Trent for the most part now because yeah. they've been on NXT TV. But like Grizzled Young Vets came out. Um, last year I took picture, what, 2017 of, um, I, I'm talking a lot. No, I that's fine. Hey, um, I took a lot. <laughs> I took a lot of pictures of James Drake, and no one took pictures of me. He's like, "Hey, can you send them to me?" Sure. So this year, I had another one up, and I put the side by side of him in a year. I said, "You know, congratulations for you know being at access two years in a row." Mm. Blah blah. Yeah. And he messaged me back. He's like, "You took pictures again?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Can you send me them?" He's like, "Still, no one takes pictures of us." I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure." So he's him and uh, Gibson have been using them online. That's awesome. So if you see him at Access, most likely is my picture. That's funny. But it's just one of those things where like these guys are so generous and they're so thankful for yeah. the opportunity and they're um, like when you go to the indie shows and I recommend everyone to kind of go mm. um, early be there when the doors open stay after because usually they're hanging out yeah they like meeting meeting fans because it's still neat for them it's you know they feel as though hey we have this kind of following I'll tell you uh so backtracking a little bit for my for the progress events which i really want to talk about um the two shows the whole weekend kind of started off surreal before access i know you access was huge for me it was the, the last live thing i went to for the weekend it was great because like i said i got to see everyone i love in the same place it yeah. was like you know your two groups of friends meeting for the first time yeah. and now they're best friends yeah that type sure of um and the 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 dedicated NXT UK fans, we all kind of know each other now. Mm -hmm. So we all kind of recognize where we are and get to talk. A lot of them Central Florida. But so at the Progress event Friday. Um, this is for Chapter 55. This was 66. 56, 66. 66 yeah. was Friday. 67 yeah. was. Uh, so this was Marty Graps was the name of the. the clever. Uh, very clever. As usual. They yeah. are very yeah. clever. So if anyone follows me online, uh, Susan Cold. Uh, I made, we cut out custom designs and put them on uh, Mardi Gras beads with medallions. So the medallions had, I made about 70 by hand. Oh, wow. Uh, it took a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it took a long time. Yeah. I kept coming up with new ideas for designs. I finally, like, I found a design I liked. And I knew it was the design to go with because Progress messaged me beforehand and asked, hey, can you make 100 of them? And they pulled out because they're like, oh, it's going to be tight. I'm glad they said it because making what I had planned was a lot. Right, right. Uh, to the point I was doing it like four hours before we left. Yeah. And uh, we bagged them all and everything else. But we made custom sets for talent, for uh, the announcers, for the owners, for Helena, who does their merch. Mm -hmm. We made special sets. Awesome. So I'm standing in line with that in my hand. Uh, the previous day, Jim Smallman asked for... He loves the monster coffee caramel flavor, which they don't sell in Louisiana. And he's like, Hey, if anyone could find me these, none of the, none of the, uh, he's like, this is my favorite flavor, blah, blah. 
I was driving through Mississippi. I was in Biloxi and I stopped and I bought, I found two of them. So I bought them and my wife's like, you really think I said, you never know. I said, he always tells, talks about on his podcast, uh, which is a Tuesday night jaw. Always talks about these. So I pick them up. So I'm standing in line and there's a father, father and son in front of me from Britain. And the funny story is they stood in front of me in line at every event. I went to this entire weekend, except for ring of honor. That's they, funny. Oh, even access. They were in front That's of me. Hilarious. They're like, are you following me? I'm like, That's funny. So I have these two, two monster drinks. I have this giant bag of beads. Cause we made some to hand out some for talent, everything like that. And my two f- friends, uh, Rachel and Becky, who Becky has never been to a wrestling event a day in her life. Never watched it, but she's like, you know, while in Rome and our friend, Rachel, who goes to NXT with us, never been to progress. She's like, I really want to go because she watches it with us when right. we have it on. And she loves Tyler and Trent. And we're like, okay. Uh, we're like, yeah, come on in. The tickets are available. Stuff like that. So we're standing in line and we're like 10 people back and a cab pulls up to my left. And, um, I'm wearing, a David Star shirt that I designed that you helped me with. Right. Thank you, by the way. Yep. And I'm wearing David Star beads. Nice. <laughs> and I'm standing there. And the first wrestler I see come out of that cab is David Star. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> my mind goes blank. Because he's like six feet from me and he could see me. I'm the first person he saw. And my two friends have no idea who, who this, this guy is. is yeah. And my wife just goes, oh, shit. Because she realized what just happened. And David Starr gets his bags out and he looks over at me. He goes, Hey, not, he goes, Hey, I'm like, I kind of did the head nod thing. And he goes, nice shirt. And I said, yeah, thanks for letting me design it for you. And he's like, Oh shit. It's Dave. <laughs> and I'm like, and everyone just turns in the line and just stares at me. Like who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. So he comes over. He's like, how's it going, man? Shakes my hand, blah, blah. I said, hey, I have beads for you. He's like, do I have to show you my tits for it? I'm like, no, no. I said, I'll see him in the ring. And he's like, oh, thanks, by the way, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up there. So I gave him the beads. He goes in. Yeah. Um. But next cab pulls up. It's Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Now, my wife's mind goes yeah, blank. Yeah, yeah. Because she's wearing, you know, their stuff as she usually yeah. is at these events and our friends know who they are. Yeah. Like, oh my God. So they're like, they're right here. Yeah. And the fans are like, they're going and waiting for security to let them in. So everyone's chanting, let them in, let them in. They come to the door, let them in, blah, blah. So my wife, uh, they were, they had like a b- backpack policy, something like that. So my wife's like, I'm going to run the bag back while she does that. I DM, uh, Jim Smallman on, um, Twitter. Now this is all before I'm even inside. Yeah. And say, Hey, I'm not allowed to bring drinks in. I have you two of the monsters. Are they going to let me bring them to you? So my wife goes to the car. She's like, do you want me to take these back? I'm like, I'll hold them. I said, if anything, we'll toss them. Yeah. Something like that. So I'm talking to my friends who don't once once again, don't really know anybody. Right. And I hear someone say, oh, that's one of the progress owners. And I turn around and there's Jim Smallman on the other side of the window. And he's looking at his phone and he's looking around and I just hold up the monster <laughs> and he points at me, like shakes his finger at me. And he like, you see him scramble to find someone to open the door for him. And he ran and the guy in front of me in line, the father and son, he goes, Oh, you actually found them. I said, I found them out of state. And he's like, yeah, they're not here. He's like, I follow them online too. He goes, yeah. I couldn't find them. 
they open up he opens up the door and i walk over i hand them to him and a bag of beads for helena who's their merch person who wanted me to make the beads so i hand him the two i said these are the beads for helena and you guys i said you know um and those and he hugs me he's like you're a fucking hero <laughs> and he goes back in and I turn around and everyone's glaring at me. That's like, funny. who the fuck is this, this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and like, my friends don't know anything. And yeah. like, uh, I've been like shock. Yeah. And we, we, my wife's like, she comes back from the car. She missed all of this. Uh, and she's holding the thing. And she's like, you want to start handing these out? And I said, yeah. And so like, we're finding people that have the shirts for the, like the wrestlers that we have. And a lot of people got like emotional with us and they're like, Oh, thank you so much. And yeah. pictures and blah, blah. I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. And uh, so everyone, you know, started putting them on, having a good time. And I totally forgot about the, inter- tell my wife about the interaction. So our friend Becky's like, yeah, someone came out and hugged Dave. And she's like, <laughs> who hugged you? And our friend Rachel's like, one of the owners? And she's just looking at me. I'm like, Jim Smallman. She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, what? How? Yeah. When? Yeah. I said, I had the carom- the caramels and I yeah. did the thing. And she's just like. And you gave him the beads? I said, yeah, the ones for Helena. She goes, did he get them? I said, she just messaged me, yes. And she goes, okay, I guess that worked. She goes, I don't expect anything from it. I said, no, neither do I. So we go in, and we meet a bunch of the wrestlers, and we hand them the beads, and a lot of them very yeah. nice, put them on, thank us. Uh, uh, Chris Brooks, who I love. Yeah. Who I, I you took di- a picture. I was dying yeah. to meet with him. Well, that was the next night. That was, that was another night. story. Oh, okay. But uh, I was dying to meet Brooks and CCK, and uh, I waited at his thing and handed him the beads, and I had to pair for Lycos. Lycos didn't come over. And he's like, oh, did you want any merch? I said, I want one of everything. And he laughs, and my wife's like, he's not joking. He goes, he loves your stuff, and Brooks doesn't sell stuff online anymore. So I'm like, yeah, I seriously want everything. So two shirts, and he's like, it's like 80 bucks. I'm like, that's fine. And he's like, okay. And he's like, well, I'm going to give you one of every sticker. He's like, because you made me beats. I'm like, you don't have to do that. He's like, no, no. So he's pulling out like stuff out of like backpacks and stuff <laughs> that he doesn't have on display. Yeah. And I, li- he literally gave me like nine CCK stickers. That's hilarious. And my mind's just blown yeah. to the point where I forget to ask him for a photo. So my wife's like, we'll get back to him. But Mark Andrews, uh, Vicky Haskins, I got to meet. Um, uh, David Starr, I got a hat from him and a pin. Yeah. And like everyone's super nice. And we made. Uh, you know, bead sets for him and everyone's, you know, my wife's like, you know, we go over and talk to Helena and she's like, oh, thank you so much. Oh yeah. We love them. Blah, right. blah. She was already wearing her set. We didn't really, you know, beyond all that. And we started handing out the fans and uh, I, I got to meet someone that was actually wearing my shirts. That's fine. And I'm like, this is really cool. That's so I'm surreal. already, I'm already Excited. hopped up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already like, yeah, this yeah. is this is great morning. I could die now. It's fine. So we're sitting, we're second row back waiting for the chapter show and Jim comes out and my wife sees him first and he usually paces the ring and they play, um, uh, Drake started from the bottom. Yeah. And then they'll do, uh, for whom the bell, uh, for whom the bells tolls starts every progress show. So he's doing the warm up, and I'm getting my phone ready. And my wife's like, Holy shit. I'm like, what's the matter? She goes, he's wearing the beads. I said, <laughs> what? She goes, Jim. And he's wearing the set we made for him. And I'm like, holy oh, shit. And she gosh. goes, he's got to t- remember to take him off. So he goes to the back and they play for whom the bell tolls. And he comes out and he's wearing them for the entire show. Dude, that's And amazing. I'm like, my mind is just blown that's where I'm awesome. like, this is a chapter show. Yeah, it's going to be. Everyone's going to see, see this. It, yep. I said, he is wearing a set of beads. I made him. And Glenn Joseph 
wore his beads the entire show and Helena wore hers the entire show. Right. I'm just like, holy shit. Like it just came to a realization where I like, I made a thing that will be featured on a chapter show yep. That's that everyone awesome. will see. I'm like, it, it's something that means something to me. It won't mean anything to anyone else, but I'm just like, this is neat. Because yeah. I made a thing that went with the theme of the chapter awesome. and that has their logo. And like I and Helena's like, you added something that we weren't expecting for the show. She goes, that makes sense for right. it. And she goes, we just love it. Yeah. She goes, we just absolutely love it. She goes, thank you so much for doing it. I'm like, oh, thanks for letting me. Yeah. Because I thought, once again, like I have this relationship with progress where I make something and they're like, that's cool. What are you doing with it? Like I'm really yeah. afraid that i'm gonna get a cease and desist from them someday yeah. but i'm like no i just you know this is for you and then like your celebration type thing so that all happened so that's, that was my friday with them that's insane and then saturday was a lot of like everyone else being really nice i got to talk to zach saber jr and i made a set for him he wasn't there the day before and he immediately put them on he's like oh this he was like everyone in the back had these um, like I gave up a pair to Dolly. I'm like, I don't know if you got a pair of blah, blah. And she's like, yes. And Glenn Joseph's like, okay. Oh, she goes, I got one. And like, Cause she's like, everyone's wearing them back. And so she hugged me and like, Vicky, and like everyone like freaked out when I handed them to him. That's like awesome. even fans. I'm like, this went really well. That was a smart idea. And that's why Helena was like, she had, I gave her a pair and we came back for Joey Janela. I said, Oh, your, your beads missing. She's like, no, she goes, everyone wanted to buy them for me. So she goes, I took them off. She goes, I could sell you these ones, but these are mine. <laughs> so like just one of those things. And, um, you know, I talked to Jim the next day and I, if you haven't seen a progress show, chapter 67 is amazing. Absolutely amazing show. Um, 66 was very good. Uh, the highlight was definitely, um, Pete Dunn versus Flash Morgan Webster versus Mark Andrews in a triple threat. Oh God! I if you what know a, those names, a, they are a, just absolutely fantastic. Oh man, I bet that threat. was crazy. It was oh man, and I, the Progress fans were the Ultras were hyped for yeah, that match for sure. Um, but just really great welcoming this. The show on Saturday was a much smaller crowd, um, like half. Like the the first day was like twelve hundred. Second one was like six hundred. Uh, they are like we sold. 800 seats but because joey janela and alcohol went throughout the weekend uh a lot of people didn't show up that early because it was an early show noon's an early show for us yeah um but that was excellent that was uh and once again got to talk to a lot of people got to talk to uh will osprey a little bit uh zach saber in in one day i talked to will osprey zach saber jr and marty scroll it's insane the three top UK wrestlers yeah. in the world. And I'm just like, I don't, there's nowhere like the, like I, when I met Marty, you know, he was very nice. And we, of course that was a paid thing through ring of honor. And I said, yeah, we just saw Zach. He was like, how's he doing? I said, he looks tired. He goes, I bet. He's like, I only got one match this weekend. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, Marty. Like he was just really, really like that's funny. Marty about it. Because yeah. if you know their history, they, yeah. Basically, they were the first big match progress ever had in Chapter mm-hmm. 1. And then they became the leaders of the new school, and they're amazing together. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Marty Scroll, And, of course, they they blow up Japan, and Will Ospreay is the same way. Um, very, very nice, uh, all of them. But, like, the progress event, WWN put on great shows. Um, even though Joey Janela is a little zany, um, I would recommend seeing it. it. 
there's some crazy crazy matches in there i'm not i'm not gonna spoil it for anyone because a lot of people probably didn't see it live you can see it you know the replay is online i would recommend it it's fun yeah uh crazy thing about that i'm just gonna go in one quick story i know i'm running a lot long you're okay uh <laughs> um so chris brooks there's a picture of me with chris brooks yes. online and there's a story behind that photo okay joey janela's uh spring break too started at it was supposed to start at 11.55. It started closer to 12.30 a.m., almost 1 a.m. Wow. Long show, yeah. fully booked show. Um, at about 3.30. How many people were there? It was packed, sold out. Nice. Uh, 1,200, 1,500 people wow. uh, there for a three-hour show starting at midnight. That's impressive. It is. That's re- I don't care who you are. That's yeah. a that's an impressive oh, uh, yeah. crowd. Uh, very niche indie wrestling crowd. Um a lot of people drinking. <laughs> a lot of people there to have a good time. Yeah. Type thing. Uh, matches were very good. Uh, they had some talented guys on the card. Like I said, Matt Riddle. Uh, I got to see Mike Quackenbush. If anyone doesn't know who that is, he runs Shikara, but he's also a wrestling trainer. Mm-hmm. He trained uh, Cesaro. Yep. Trained uh, Tommy End, who's Aleister Black. Uh, he has a litany of guys who are main event guys that he broke, you know, gave yeah. them the start. Yeah. Uh, he wrestled David Starr. Excellent match. Um, like I said, Riddle versus Ellsworth, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, of course, Ellsworth <laughs> got his ass kicked. Uh, Valter versus um, PCO, who is, used to be one of the Quebecers. He, oh, with, really? Uh, okay. He used to wear the eye patch. I'm trying to think what his name was. In... Uh, not Jock. Yeah. Jock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now he goes by his real name, but his initials are PCO. Yeah. Um, in one of the most brutal matches I've ever seen live, Valter basically tried to chop through his chest. I've never seen that color black and blue on a human being before. Oh, the pictures are online. I can't describe it to you. It was horrendous. We thought he was going to kill him. And this guy, because he's got to be in his 50s. Yeah. And he just, man, Valter. I saw Valter wrestle three times, and he's terrifying terrifying person um seems like a nice guy i didn't get that close but uh he's uh but those matches were going on right before the main event um my wife's like i you know can you walk me i gotta you know use the restroom type thing yeah it's 3 38 3 a.m in new orleans or kenner at least yeah. but new orleans in a wrestling crowd I'm like yeah let me walk you over so anyways um as a description of what I'm wearing, I'm wearing Defendant the Wrestling joggers, and I'm wearing a Pigeon Murder Squad t-shirt. Now, Pigeon Murder Squad is a niche thing they did in Lucha Forever UK, which doesn't exist anymore. And it was Pete Dunne, Chris Brooks, and Kid Lycos. And a fan would bring a pigeon, dressed as one of them, and they hated it. So for Halloween, they got the big rubber pigeon masks, and they were a team for like a night. <laughs> To kill this pigeon, finally. Oh, my God. Okay. But they made a T-shirt from it, or Chris Brooks did, and it was called Pigeon Murder Squad, and it's a photo, it's a it's an illustration of those three with pigeon heads. So Pete Dunn, Chris Brooks, and uh, Kid Legos. I'm wearing this dumb shirt, because I'm like, it's a zany wrestling whatever right. thing. Why not? I'd probably be the only person wearing this shirt, you know, type thing. Because people wore costumes right. and everything else to this uh, spring break event anyways wife goes in the restroom it's in this corridor i'm looking at my phone um just seeing what else is going on other events stuff like that and i hear someone say 
I just hear a voice saying, that shirt, holy shit. And I look up, and it's Chris Brooks walking <laughs> into the bathroom. And he stood there long enough for me to make eye contact with him to realize who it is. Because I hear it, I look up, and I see him, and we make eye contact, and he just shakes his head and goes to the bathroom. Me not realizing, because it's 3 a.m., what stupid shirt I'm wearing. And I look down, and I start laughing. And my wife comes out. She goes, what's so funny? I'm like, come on. So we go back into, like, right outside the corridor. I'm telling her what just happened. And she goes, you're wearing – because I'm like, Chris Brooks just stopped me. And she goes, you're wearing that stupid shirt. I said, yeah, I'm wearing the stupid shirt with him as a pigeon on it. Yeah. So he comes back out, and he sees me. And he just shakes He's like, I don't believe you're wearing that fucking shirt. (laughs) He's like – He's like, I'm like, he's like, you own that fucking shirt. He goes, I only made a handful of them. He goes, I didn't make a ton of those because no one got the joke. I said, I own two of these fuckers. He's like, God bless you. He goes, this is the last fuck. He goes, it's 3 a.m. in New Orleans. He goes, at an indie show. And he goes, I, that's the last place I expected to wear, see someone wear that stupid shirt. Of all time. I yeah. said, can I get a, I said, can I get a picture with you wearing this? He's like, I need a fucking picture. He goes, I don't believe someone's wearing this guy. Like he was freaking out being like, someone's wearing the stupid shirt That's at Joey Janela's spring break. That's and hilarious. he was just like, I never, he's like, I've never seen anyone wear that That's ever. Funny. And he goes, you're the first. I'm like, I'm flattered. Yeah. He goes, I don't believe they went to the United States. <laughs> it's like one of these things. He's like, you get the joke. I'm like, Lucha yeah. Forever UK. It's like, oh my God. Oh. So my wife's just like, you just had a moment with Chris Brooks at 3 a.m. That's, in That's New- awesome. So it was just one of those surreal things where I'm just like, kill me now. It's not going to get better. You had the greatest every time. Ever. Every yeah. time, like, I'm like, can't get better. It like, the day was like, hold my beer. It was yeah. just like the yeah. next ma- like crazy yeah. thing would happen. And, uh, just really great. And, you know, I looked, I, I told my wife, I said, you know, next year, uh, New York, uh, WWN is hoping for uh, the Manhattan Center, which is leg- the Hammerstein Ballroom, which yeah. is fucking yeah. legendary. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're really, really hoping. It's the right size venue. Um, but WWN, I'm going to tell this to everyone now if you're thinking about going or you do WrestleMania weekend and you're not really into re- indie, what kind of indie wrestling you're into, because there is different volumes. Um, and I'm not going to talk a, a lot about, I think everyone should watch the progress mat, the matches that they had. They were fantastic. And, um, but WWN does a thing where it is the VIP ticket and it's like 300, it's like 300 something bucks, which mm-hmm. sounds like an atrocity of a ticket, but WWN runs events from noon on Thursday to three, three noon, to 3 a.m. on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And you have the same seat for every event. That's cool. And let me tell you, you want to meet wrestlers, they're just hanging out. Because yeah. most of them are booked for every one of those shows. Or, like Brooks, he wasn't there, but he, they gave him a place to sit to watch the matches. And he's like, yeah, I just wanted to watch uh, Great Sasuke wrestle. Because he's like... You know, great, great Sasuke, Sasuke is yeah. wrestling yeah. in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the craziest thing ever. Yeah. Um. So they they're as much fans. A lot of the indie wrestling fans are as much as fans you are. Sure. Follow the yeah. indie, but you get to meet, like I said, Matt Riddle and David Starr and Keith Lee and uh, I met uh, Ricky Shane Page for the first time. If you haven't seen him wrestle, he was CZW champion. He's a really great guy. He's just a he's really entertaining in the ring. You'll see it in the chapter shows. But just a really great guy. Um, and you get to just 
talk to these guys because they're just yeah. sitting there. And don't be afraid to, you know, strike up a conversation, but don't if they have lines, don't linger and yeah. bug them because they're trying to get to yeah. everybody. Everyone right. wants to have their that piece. Yeah. Um, but that was like to me that is worth it. Like th- that's what makes indie wrestling uh indie wrestling my wife said it when we were leaving that event and we went to ring of honor which is like i said in the previous podcast right. you know you get to meet these guys but it's very quick it's yeah. like hi how you doing photo okay sign a headshot here you go go yeah you know um and my wife's like ring of honor's not indie to her and mm. she said that she was like it's not independent to me she goes if i buy your shirt if i have to meet you to buy your shirt that's indie wrestling. Like that's what my wife's defined it being like, I should be able to come up and shake your hand and give, have a brief conversation with you. Right. Then you're an indie wrestler. Yeah. Um, she goes, uh, she, got, <laughs> she, um, she kind of gave uh Trent seven some shit. It was the funniest exchange I've ever seen in my life. So, um, this is my last side story. Well, maybe not, but let's see. Um, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn only did Friday for Progress because they did access the rest of the weekend and NXT, uh, mm-hmm. NXT events. So my wife brought like 160 bucks in cash with her to buy stuff from Trent Seven. She yeah. loved, she, I can't think of the last mustache mountain shirt that's come out that she hasn't purchased. Like that's saying a lot. Oh yeah. She owns the Halloween one. She owns the Christmas one. She, she got the Christmas one in January and she's like, I'm waiting until next year. I have it. Yeah. Uh, she buys every single thing from them and he's got a bunch of new stuff that because he, they haven't been home having got online. So she's like, I'm buying everything Trent seven has. So we get to the event, you know, everyone has their merch tables up and you know, uh, we're going through everyone and talking. No Trent seven, no Tyler Bate. And she, I'm like, well, maybe they're like, uh, maybe they're early on the show. They'll be here after the show. And they were the first match. So I'm like, there you go. Waiting around afterwards. And we had to get the Rev Pro. And she's just like, waiting to see. Maybe they set up. Maybe blah, blah. And she sees Trent come out of the back. Before I do. And she marches over to him. Like, she, like Trent Seven owed her money. Like, <laughs> like, like he lost a bet to yeah. my wife. Marches right over to him. And she goes, and she's like, oh, hi. She goes, so. (laughs) She's like, I brought a lot of money with me, and you don't have merch here. And I hear Trent Seven's like, I don't want to talk about it. And my wife's like, oh, shit. I just started something. And what ended up happening is he got everything shipped to his hotel and didn't show up in time. Uh... So he's pissed because he's like, I paid for all the shipping. I have a ton of merch. But now I don't have a show to sell it at. Right. So now I have a big box of merch and I'm in New Orleans and I don't have a place to sell it. Right. So she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Trent. She goes, oh, it's okay. Blah, blah. So they're talking. She's like, I want the joggers and the shirt and everything else. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put it all up online. She goes, you promise? He's like, yeah, I'll put it on the lot. Like, like she, like my wife was just like, that's it. I came here to see you and buy stuff from you and everything like that. And his report, like I said, he's just yeah. a great guy. We gave him we made a set of beads for him. And he's like, Oh, thank you so much. Blah, yeah. blah. She says, I have a pair for Tyler and Tyler Bates kind of shy. Yeah. And she's like, but he's kind of over there talking. And she was like, no, no, give him to Tyler. He's like, no, no, he wants you to bother him. And so like Trent seven's like, no, go bother Tyler, go bother Tyler. So she did. 
they were both very, very nice yeah. as they usually are. And he was talking about his favorite places to go to uh, NXT shows. Uh, if anyone wants to know, it's Largo, because Largo will serve has full alcohol nice. at the show. Nice, which we're glad to know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to the next Largo show just for that. I gotta tell yeah. Deuce. Yeah, oh yeah, because Deuce is that's his major concern. Yep. yep. But he said he likes that because it feels like a true Wendy. Which yeah. a true Wendy wrestling, you should be able to have a beer, or alcohol, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. At a bar, you went to MLW with me. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, but no, I I would recommend everyone uh, if WWN's doing a show in the area. There's a couple other things I want to talk about them. We'll talk about them in the future. Yeah. Uh, some of the other shows they ran and promotions and the, their talents fa- fantastic. It's like if you want to see the best of indie wrestling, go to WWN. Um, uh, MLW is getting very good too. They are. Yeah. Their card this past week was really good. And yeah. if I wasn't sleep deprived, uh, we were thinking about going because uh, Jimmy Havoc was wrestling. Was uh, Sammy Callahan? Yep. I believe. Mm-hmm. And then Shane Strickland. Won it was the, he won the title. he won the title. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, sorry. Uh, Joey Janela wrestled Jimmy Havoc. It was oh, supposed okay. to be Joey Janela and uh, Sammy Callahan versus Jimmy Havoc and Darby Allen. Oh. Okay. But Darby Allen actually got injured at the uh, Chapter sixty six oh. and a terrible bump. Um, he landed flat backed on concrete like i felt the concrete oh. move he missed the spot Ooh. and they gave him the rest of the weekend off and i guess he still he had a concussion um Ooh. he got cleared but they're like no you're gonna take the rest of the weekend off yeah um but still really like he's one hell we saw him jump off the yeah, balcony oh with, God, a, with a chair taped to himself it's uh, insane but just just you'll see things at indie shows like i said the cool thing with wwn if you sat there for a day uh you know, the first event was the Matt Riddle blood sport and Loki dropped out of the main event. I was talking That's about right. this online yeah. when someone's like, did you know, uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki wrestled Matt Riddle. It's like, yeah, he was a last minute replacement because yeah. he was supposed to wrestle Loki. So he came in under the wire to wrestle Matt Riddle at a WWN show. It's like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like if that was the card, I would have went to that. Yeah. But they didn't announce that. I was in my bathroom still in Davenport when they announced that change. I was just like, fuck. If yeah. I was there, I would be like, here's my money. I yeah. Get yeah. Um, I did get to see Minoru Suzuki wrestle Jeff Cobb though. Oh, but that was great. Uh, yeah. Rev Pro, if you're, I'll talk briefly about Rev Pro. Sure. Rev Pro is the best, probably the best solid wrestling two hours I've ever seen. And just the name drop, the matches. Uh, David Starr versus um, Martin Stone, yep. which Danny Birch, if you watch NXT, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Cage, the Machine, if you watch Lucha, he wrestled uh, Adam Brooks, who Adam Brooks is starting to get a lot of steam in the UK. Yep. He's an Australian wrestler, just moved yep. to the UK. He has a rivalry going with um, Will Ospreay. Um, they're he's excellent. Uh, the biggest match and the most memorable match I think I saw of the weekend was uh, Team Chaos, which was Rocky Romero, Will Ospreay. It's when you texted me, yeah. I just sat down for this yeah, match. that's funny. Uh, it was uh, Rocky Romero, Chuck Taylor, who's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I got to talk to him a little bit. He's just, he's, awesome. he's as advertised. Um, and uh, Will Ospreay, Rocky Romero, and Chucky e. T versus Flip Gordon. Shane Strickland and Kota Ibushi. And I tell you what, biggest pop I was a part of is when Kota Ibushi and Will Ospreay went nose to nose in the ring. 
that the the I watched the video playback today um, doesn't do it justice. That crowd went. We all went insane. That's the match we want to see. Yeah. Anyone alive who has seen any of those guys, either one of those guys wrestle. I watched Koto Ibushi wrestle twice. Twice. Adam Page and if you told Dave six months ago that, hey, you're going to see Koto Ibushi, uh, Tanahashi, and it was Tanahashi and Juice Robinson versus Ozzy Open. It was uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Jeff Cobb. And the main event was uh, uh, Ishii versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. for the Undisputed British. Now you're shaking your head. The names I just dropped, I saw in Louisiana. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's bizarre. So, so Yeah, crazy. it was just absolutely bizarre being like, Minoru Suzuki was surreal. And same yeah. thing with uh, Ishii. And I'm just like, this is so crazy that I'm watching these guys wrestle. Like, yeah. And my seats were on hard cam, so you can't see my RevPro, but I had great seats. Yeah. Um, and that was a great venue. Um, RevPro really put on a solid event. I would go to them again. They're part of WrestleCon. Right. I know Deuce was saying previously about issues at WrestleCon, but everyone that spent the day there had a really good time. Yeah. But there's just wrestlers just hanging out yeah. everywhere because there's so many of them there. Basically, all the indie guys, that's where they go to – so merch and a lot of the the like um, bottom line merch and strong style and uh, heels and face like a lot of the the guys who sell are like sponsors or like uh, merchandise uh, vendors for that aren't WWE or some of these other ones. Uh, they're all there. Um, I didn't get to go because just time. I just didn't have time. Trust me, I, I wanted to be there because yeah, my once again my friends are with us and they had friends in town that they knew previously. And uh, she's like, oh yeah, they're at uh, WrestleCon today. And she goes, my, oh, my friend, I think his name is Matt. She's like, uh, he got his picture taken with, and she he's, she goes, these guys, and she's gone through, and the one picture is him with Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. <laughs> and she goes, I don't know who this is. And she shows me the picture, I just start laughing. And my wife's like, what? And she grabs it. It was her friend and his fiance with Jimmy Hart, Jim the Anvil Nightheart and Brett the Hitman Heart. And I'm dying yeah. inside. <laughs> I'm dying inside. He goes, she goes, oh, are they important? And my wife's like, that's Dave's favorite wrestlers from his childhood. Yeah. I'm like, Bret Hart was my hero. Yeah. I said, I would have, I would have been dead. She goes, yeah. Dave can't, I can't meet Bret Hart. I'll cry. Yeah. Seriously, I'll cry. And then, with Jimmy and Jim at the same time. I'm like, that's the original heart that's foundation. Insane. That's the late eight. That's Crazy. the great heel heart foundation that we never got back. Um, but I'm like, so as I said, I lived out my wrestling like fandom that yeah. weekend. I obviously I wasn't the only one. There's so much. And I yeah. do recommend it for everyone else. We'll see how New York goes. Uh, Louisiana was great though. Uh, uh, for indie wrestling. I'm, I, I talked to guys at NXT, um, on Wednesday who recognized me from the show. And they're like, Oh yeah. I saw you at the progress show. I saw you talking to everybody, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah. And they're like, that was my first progress show. They're like you. I'm like, no, I'm like, they hit the, they hit us soil. I'm like, get me a plane ticket. Yep. I'm like, I'm going. Um, but a lot, you know, they made a lot of fans that weekend. And it's yeah. great. Pro- I, like I said, I recommend it on this podcast before. I always will. Um, yep. Cause they solidify it. Cause if you get to go to them, they, they, they say they treat you like family and everyone's welcome. And they mean that. Yeah. Like that's not mm-hmm. false. Cause they're so thankful. Like, you know, ring of honor did 5,000 people. And, uh, WWE did 80, whatever thousand, uh, at 
WrestleMania, and they're like, we had a thousand people in the U.S. Go like that's huge for them. Like yeah. that's gigantic. Being like, holy crap, we can do this. We can do this again. We can come back yeah. type thing. And yeah. the guys sold out of merch, so they're all happy. And you know, they're yeah. you know, and it's like that's. Fan, like you can't ask for more of that as a wrestling fan like you, where the wrestlers are just as excited especially the indies they're just as excited to see you as you are them because they're like people showed up and they knew who i was they knew my name like that's, that type of thing that's so very surreal it's just it's super surreal yeah. it's it's getting weird for me too where like because now this is the third time within a year plus the stuff i've made online where i when i was talking to drake and uh uh Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. And the first time I really kind of introduced myself to them. And uh, Travis Banks comes up and he looks at me and goes, hey, Dave, what's going on? I'm like, oh, fuck, Travis Banks knows my name. It's like, insane, I'm like dude. freaking out in my head. I'm like, Travis Banks knows my yeah. name. And they're like, oh, he did beats. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I made custom ones for you. He's like, yeah. And he puts them on right away. That's awesome. like, and the same thing, like, they kind of knew who I was. Yeah. And uh, the big surprise of the night is Eddie Dennis came over. Uh, he's not wrestling yet because he's injured. Right. But the next day, like, no one was meeting Eddie Dennis. My wife's like, why is no one talking to Eddie Dennis? Like, we were, like, kind of, like, does he not talk to anyone? Is he, like, trying to, like, is he in character? Because right. right now he's an asshole. And we were like, hey. And he's like, hi, guy. Like, the sweet, because he used to be a school principal. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he's the sweetest guy. He's like, oh, yeah, how's it going? Blah, blah. I said, how's the army? He's like, oh, hopefully June. He's like, it's not that bad right now, blah, blah. blah. And like, I'm like, I'm having a conversation. Like, my mind kind of goes yeah. blank. Because I'm like, in the conversation, then I realize who I'm talking to. I'm just like, I'm having a full conversation with Andy Dennis. And yeah. like, someone I've never met before, right. but like, I've yeah. watched him wrestle a yeah. hundred times. Yeah. Uh, and it's just that, like I said, surreal. The other surreal thing, it, it's funny because like, it doesn't really hit my wife. She usually keeps her cool. And she's very like, they're just people to leave them alone. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a cool job. We made custom beads for Jimmy Havoc. And I said, what are you going to bring him over? Because she's never, you know, we've never approached him. Yeah. He's kind of, he's intimidating, yeah. saying anything else. And uh, I didn't go with her. Like, I'm like, I forgot who I was standing in line for. I said, well, Jimmy Havoc's selling merch. Do you want to go over there? She's like, yeah, I'll bring the beads over and just kind of scoot them over and be like, we made these for you and walk away. Because she didn't know how he was going to react. Yeah. And uh, so she's like, she comes back. I said, how was that? She goes, Jimmy Havoc hugged me. <laughs> and I said, what? She goes, I handed him the beads. And he started laughing. As I saw these in the back. He's like, thank you so much. And she goes, he hugged me. <laughs> I said, that's cool. And she goes, he took a selfie with me. I said, neat. She showed it to me and he's smiling. She goes, I am so free. <laughs> she's like, that. she goes, that was the last thing I expected. That's from funny. who he is right. and stuff like that. Yeah. She goes, everyone is just so nice. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's so yeah. pleasant to meet. Everyone's very British, uh, yeah. but everyone's just so, and like I said, uh, some of the other events, cause like ring of honor or sorry, uh, rev pro had a lot of the guys stationed outside. Chucky e. T like I said, was really nice. Ozzy opens. Great. You know, we met uh, uh, Kyle Fletcher who was 19 and he was wrestled Tanahashi. Like, so he's, like, freaked out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, Sammy guy's lost. And he's just like, I, I wrestled Tanahashi tonight. Yeah. I just wrestled, like, Ace. Yeah. I just, like, yeah. he's like, you can see his head's rolling. Like, yeah. I just got to, like, do, like, a like a dream thing. Like, yeah. all these guys didn't get to wrestle. Ton of, like, it, so they're just as, 
excited as you oh are yeah so like i said it's just it's such a great feeling so when people are like oh mania sucked i'm like i didn't care like yeah. <laughs> like it sounds terrible i was like oh it's one of the worst WrestleManias ever i'm like yeah but i'll think of it very fondly just because yeah. the weekend it's not about mania anymore it's right. about the weekend if you're right. a wrestling fan go for the weekend because you could throw you could throw a dart at a schedule of me- of events yeah. and whatever it lands on, I I would guarantee you're going to find some kind of enjoyment out of yeah. it. Because the people, the fans who are there aren't there by accident. This isn't a bunch of locals being like, oh, wrestling's in town this weekend. It's people flew in from, I met people from you know, Canada and England. What WWE says it all the time, but it's true. And they're all like, okay, I'm here for five days. I'm going to watch four days of wrestling, like nonstop. And I thought my schedule was bad. And some of these guys I see pop up on camera. I'm like, what? They fucking teleport? Like, yeah. how do they get from this event to this event to this event to this event? Mm-hmm. Um, so fast, unless they're journalists. And it's just like, they put in a full, full weekend. So Wow. That's we title this title this episode, Dave's Excellent Adventure. It's just. It sounds it was so, so crazy it and sounds, surreal. It sounds surreal. And I still like I'm missing sleep and meals. Like my schedule's still off. Um, I was just tired. Like it didn't hit me till like the drive home, where I'm like, "Oh, my body is just like yeah. I don't know what time of day it is. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you've been like barely because I you're running ba- on adrenaline. Was, I was running yeah. on beignets and coffee. Like yeah. every morning, we're like, "Where are we gonna get beignets and coffee?" Because it was like a quick eight dollar meal right. you can get going. Um. Eating when we can. I missed, like, I think I ate one meal a day. Like, that type of, like, you have to mentally prepare yourself. On Monday, uh, or sorry, Tuesday before we left, there was a, this is a totally a Dave story, uh, if everyone knows me. Uh, so we went to a brewery, went to Vita on Monday. I crashed, got up, watched Raw. Next morning, I woke up, and uh, I remembered that one of the top, like, Thrillist did the top 10 donut shops in America. I'm like, they said there was one in New Orleans. And uh, I check it, and it's called District Donuts. It was a mi- 1.7 miles from the hotel. I'm like, I can walk that. <laughs> so it's like 6.30 in the morning. So I'm getting up and getting ready. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, there's a donut shop that I really want to go to. And she's like, are you joking? I'm like, no. She goes, you're going to walk? And she goes, I'm like, it's right up uh, Magazine Street. Mm-hmm. So it's straight shot from the hotel. Yeah. I'm like, it's straight on magazine. We just go right past the World Two Museum. It's right there. She's like, I- I'll come with you. I'm like, all right. So friends, our friends are with us because they barely got to sleep here. They're like, where are you going? And we're like, oh, we're gonna go get donuts. They're like, where? I'm like, 1.7 miles away. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Fine. Put on my my skinny jeans and my Chuck Taylors and get all hipstered up. And I'm like, I'm gonna go walk for donuts. At point seven, I wanted to die. Like, I looked at, checked my phone, I was like, 1.2 miles left. I'm like, ugh, ugh. Like, because the whole weekend was catching up to me. My legs were locking up. I was sweating to death. My wife's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I think I'm dying. I yeah, think, yeah. like, the lack of everything has caught up to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to call an Uber. She's like, don't call an Uber for a, a mile. She's like, you can walk a mile. I'm like, ugh, ugh. So we get there <laughs> with my struggles. And she's like, I hope this place is what you think it is. And we walk up and the front windows is space invaders but every other alien is skipped moved with either a donut or a coffee <laughs> and the place only does donuts 
coffee, beer, and burger sliders. And I walk in, and it's the most hipster place on earth. Jimmy Eat World's on the radio. Every guy has a beard, a black hat, skinny jeans, and like a graphic t-shirt on. Uh-huh. And my wife's like, oh no. I'm like, my people. Because <laughs> if you've met me for five seconds, that's who I am. And they're just slinging donuts and breakfast sandwiches. And it was, I dropped a hundred bucks in a donut shop. I wanted to try everything before I left. And I brought some home with me. That's awesome. Took an Uber back. And our friends are like, I don't believe you tra- walked all that, blah, blah. And I open up the donut box. And these donuts are like the size of my face. They're ju- just gigantic. Yeah. And they both had like half a donut. And they both look at us and they're like, these are the best goddamn donuts I've ever had in my life. I'm like, see? Yeah. We drove back <laughs> in the <laughs> afternoon. Picked up the car drove back. Ate a burrito shop. And there was like a local artist shop and stuff like that. I'm like... And we were driving home, and my wife just turns to me, and she's like, that was the most Dave vacation ever. I'm like, everything was amazing. Yeah, I'm like, awesome. crab brewery, donuts, coffee, that's wrestling. Funny. That's awesome. I'm like, if I could have snuck in, I passed by a, a record shop. Uh, wasn't open. My wife's like, right. nope. Yep. I'm like, that would have just been the cherry yep. on top. Yep. And like, I'm like, I'm good with everything else. She's like, oh, my gosh. She goes, we went to one town that just sold. It was like a donut shop, tattoo shop, lo- like shops that sold art from local artists. And, um, like, the burrito, uh, fantastic burrito place we ate there, too. And I'm just like, this is this is amazing. Yeah. Like, this is, like, if you could shop inside your brain, that's what I did for, like, two hours in uh, Louisiana. Uh, I would never want to live there. It's fun to visit. Yep. Agreed. I agree. You, it's funny, because you live, or your family's from there. I, yeah, I lived there for a while. Um, it's, it's cool to visit. I wouldn't want to live there. No, just, um... But if there's a if there's a mania in there, uh, yeah. which I, I understand the appeal of going there now, yeah, uh, I would recommend. It's fun to have. It's a great place to have fun. Um, to live there, lots of variables involved. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, um, unemployment, crime rate, stuff like that, just around the surrounding areas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but the actual of- New Orleans, you know, down Bourbon Street and, and French Quarter and all that. French and, Quarter is very nice yeah. on some sides. It is. Sometimes a night. Yeah. Yep. When they say you see people peeing on the sidewalk. Yep. Yeah. It's all that. For sure. Yeah. I got to see the whole circle of life. Yeah. Uh, guy stumbled to a corner, pee, uh, and then he fell over a trash bag into a bike onto the ground. And all in the span of just driving past a city corner, I'm like, "Yep, that's 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 about everything right there. Yep, that's yep. about how you're going to sum up this weekend." Yeah, uh, but it, but New Orleans is a great place to do events. It uh, is, and you know these smaller events figure out uh, these smaller uh, companies figure out where to be right. and how to put on the best production. Yeah possible and uh i would recommend it's you, if you see a venue like the sugar mill or like uh what kenner uh what they did in kenner um it's great because you can go to this you know where the place is you know how the venue is and stuff like that and when they're like hey we have six or seven different wrestling companies here over the weekend uh you can you feel more comfortable you'll get used yeah. to the area you know where food is you know where yeah. this is and that stuff like so you're not so frantic yeah, every single day that whole uh fish out of water experience right away. It, it, yeah. it's just like i said yeah. the wrestlers being really great because that they are the same way where like hey i'm staying at the hotel attached to this arena which most of them were right i walk over here you know there's a coffee shop here there's a fast food restaurant here yeah. and they're bringing food in for me this is where I'm going to live for the next three days. Right. I can keep my merch on the table. I can walk up. To, you know, they just, they get that, that comfortable feeling. Yeah. And when they get into that and they're not so like stressed and being like, Oh my God, 
my cab barely got me here. I got stuck in traffic. The, my match is, you know, first on the card. Yeah. You know, they're, this is, you know, that all disappears when they're less just like, <sighs> yeah. Like progress did something this year where they didn't live feed it. They're like, Nope, it's going to be taped. And everyone's like, Oh, all the other WWN is live. And they're like, yep. Nope. We're using all film crew and we're editing. We're doing it as a chapter. So right. it's nothing. Right. We're not doing any kind of thing special. We're just doing it our way. That's yep. great. And you yeah. could tell like that was a sense of relief for yeah. the owners where the live feed didn't work last year. Or they got stuck in traffic or whatever. They're yeah. just like, we got to put on wrestling quick wrestling yeah. on, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. So it was great. So, so I used all the words. Use all I use all the words. I'm out of the room. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the quietest I've ever been on an episode. I think so. I think it's, it's just cool. It was cool, though, because I, I learned a lot about your experiences in New Orleans. I, I didn't even touch the surface of the actual wrestling. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of great wrestling that I saw, a lot of great wrestlers I saw. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it, it was you, an experience. It, it's, a good, it's a good – this is a good uh, – tutorial if you will on why you should go to the city that's doing Wrestlemania weekend oh absolutely yeah. I, I like I said unless it's in some absolute crazy city we'll find a reason to go uh, next year we're going to have it booked out where uh, my wife works for a, a timeshare company and she has certain uh, properties and we stayed at one of the properties in gorgeous room uh, gorgeous loft room uh, that we stayed at in the French Quarter and next year Okay, where's your hotel in New York? And she looks it up. I said, okay, how far away is that from the Hammerstein Ballroom? And it's 1.2 miles. Fuck you. That's awesome. Oh, so I'm like, they need to get the Hammerstein. If I have to start giving like $1,000 a month, be like, WWN, get the fucking Manhattan Center. I will sit there for three fucking days. Um, But it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, the moon's aligned and yeah. like, I, you know, yesterday I looked at my wife and the other thing I said was like, everything went really smoothly on our vacation. Everything we planned to do, everything like that. And you make like these huge plans being like, oh, we should go here and there and there. And it's just like, it was, it was just like, it was too much. Well, sometimes it felt that way. Uh, the eight hours we said I worried about it was a little much. But, but besides that, it, it was just like. Like yeah. everything was organized for the most part. We got where we needed to go. And everyone was happy. And we got our tickets. And everything just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, all that type of stuff. Awesome. Great stuff. Yeah, thank you for sharing your awesome experience. Uh, and uh, hopefully next year you can. I'm going to take you with me. Yes. We're going to start playing that. We'll have to plan that. We're going to so. plan it right now on the air. So we have it on tape. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how do people find you on the internet? Sir? Well, uh, on the Twitter box, I uh, if you find it's citizen under support cold 18. Um, they changed my tag. It used to be my name. Now it's uh, Dave Defends Indie Wrestling. So just something I'm trying. Yeah. Just a little something. Uh, it's also citizen underscore, underscore cold on Instagram. Uh, right now I've posted some of my, I did a bunch of art coming back from New Orleans. Um, some of the UK guys. Um, I've been working more with my finals, uh, so I'll post some of that stuff. But a lot of, lot of mostly indie wrestling stuff, and my ventures to uh, next day. Awesome. So go on there and uh, check it out, and tell them Happy Hour Johnny D sent you. Uh, you can find us on the internet at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. 
facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show uh, you can go on uh, soundcloud.com forward slash happy forward slash happy hour podcast we're on google play music we're on stitcher we're on itunes just go uh follow us and uh as always, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny Deuce, there's not one, not two, but three hashtags you're going to put in your social media of choice. That's hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH podcast show, and of course, hashtag deuces on the loose. Yes. Later. <laughs>